Everybody said, of course, God. But one of the guys, boys there, answered correctly. And he said that, well, until now he hasn't finished with the creation of me yet. Yes, he has created me once, but he seems to be going on, he's still carrying on the creation. Do we actually believe it ourselves? Shall I read you a couple of verses that proves that what, this is, this is oh, so? John 17, 26. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in the I, I in them, sorry. Do you remember? Do you see how he prays? I have declared to them your name and will declare it. I think a terrible score to them. He says that means that I haven't finished my work. I'm still carrying on. I haven't finished with them yet. So another verse. Acts 26. 16. The same thing his, Jesus says to Paul. But rise and stand on your feet. I have um, appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. Not just once that I have appeared to you, but the things that I will show you later on. And the same thing we need today. Especially those of us who have been a believer a long time. Most of us sometimes live in the past. 
like we say 40 years ago 25 years ago 18 years ago but what about now what's going to happen tomorrow the Lord wants to keep visiting us renewing us and visiting us anew do you remember Jesus touched the blind man and made him well and he said, do you see? He said, yes, I do, but it's some blur. I don't see it clearly. And then he touched him again. And he says, how about now? Now he says, I see it all clearly. Sometimes I feel as if he had that first touch by the Lord, but we never waited for him to touch us again so that the Lord does want to teach us I want, he wants to continue touching you. And this is the message that I have heard. And the aim of him visiting us again. And if we do not continue in this meeting the Lord all the time, the spiritual life for us will be very boring. And we'll come to a point that we don't seem to enjoy it so much anymore and we've become tired of it all because nothing new is happening anymore the Lord has not finished his job with you he is not limited he wants to continue work with you so I want to answer two questions for you first of all who is the Lord meeting with and what is the result after he is met with us because we do want to meet him as well the word of God says that the Lord only meets with those who have made themselves ready to visit him. Amos in Amos 4 it says that get ready to meet with your God. So we have to get ourselves ready. We have to prepare ourselves. If you have invited to see, for example, the queen or somebody really important and you've been invited to their house, you will get ready, you will prepare yourself <laughs> to meet somebody <laughs> like her. And even though, even they tell you what, what sort of clothing you have to wear in order to meet the queen, where you're going to sit, beforehand it's programmed, everything is programmed. But now we are going to see King of Kings. You have to prepare yourself. And that is what the John the Baptist came to the world. He came to prepare the way because Jesus was coming. 
bitkit satana. And then he says that everything on, on the top Amen. come to down, come Every crooked thing has to be straightened. Everything that is on the lower part has to be straightened. So that the, the glory of the Lord can be seen. So we have to spiritually get us ready and the second thing that uh, the condition that the Lord will meet with you is that you have to thirst for it the Lord invites anybody who is thirsty for him Please don't say that that the Jesus Jesus invites everybody. Jesus does not invite just everybody. Jesus invites those who thirst for him. In the Bible it says whoever is thirsty let them come to me. I think amen Of course not everybody is thirsty for the Lord. Yes, yes, If I'm not thirsty, to God mad give to make him peranis match me And then what will happen if you forcefully put a fanal fanal on my mouth and then pour buckets of water inside me? What's going to happen? It will be to my um, not benefit but but the water is only pleasant when you're really thirsty. Somebody went to this guy and said that um, I, want, I want to know the Lord. What am I going to do about it? What shall I do? He said, come, come to the river. I'm going to show you. He, he took him to the water and then put his head into the water. And just kept him there for a while. And just forcefully kept him under the water. The guy was struggling and because he was dying. And then he forcefully just came out of the water. And then he said, well, what sort of joke was that? I said, what I ask is, I want to know the Lord. What have you done to me? And he says that when you were under the water, what were you thinking about? What was the most important thing for you? What was the, your need at that point? Oxygen. oxygen. I just wanted to be able to breathe. He said, go, and when you thirst for the Lord that much, come back to me and I'll tell you about it. In Ermia, it says, Jeremiah, it says, 2913. It says, all those who seek me with all their hearts and soul, they will find me. So first of all, we have to have that thirst. We have to seek in order to find him. Same, it says in the Psalms over and over again. The same as the deer pants for the streams of water, my soul thirsts for you, Lord. Just like the desert who is longing for water, I thirst for you, Lord. And the third condition is that we have to be able to be ready to uh, obey 
he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is, the, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Who says he's going to manifest himself to whom? Those who love me and who obey my commands. If God sees that obedient spirit within us, he will meet us much more. If I know that if I ask my son Hovan, I am very thirsty, give me a glass of water. And he's not going to do that. Do you know that I wouldn't even bother asking him for that? Because I don't want to put him, uh, you know, um, just cause more sin. I want myself to get, I don't want to get upset more. The Lord, if he knows we are not going to listen to him anyway, just the same. He has mercy on us and sometimes he doesn't talk to us. Why? Because he knows even if he asks you to do something, you're going to go your way anyway. But if the Lord sees that you have a obedient spirit, you have a humble spirit, and you're ready with all your soul and spirit to do and to, do, to go his way, he will talk to you. Isn't that so? Um, in, in China, uh, a preacher was saying that there was a, somebody who was standing at an, in a roundabout with a stick in his hand. Yeah, according to his religion, he was praying and he was throwing this stick up in the air. And he was getting upset as it was going around, again praying, throwing the stick up, and then again. After a few times he repeated himself, this preacher was looking at him and he went and says, can I ask you what you're up to? And he said, you know, the, the, the truth is that I'm planning uh, to a trip. I don't know which one is exactly the right road for me. And according to my religion, what I'm supposed to do is that keep praying, throwing the stick out, wherever the stick is pointing, that's the road I should be taking. And he said, well, according to uh, your religion, how many times are you supposed to throw this stick up before you And he says, the, the, the rule says that only once. you've been doing it for the last few minutes and you haven't decided which road to 
The Lord only speaks to people who have surrendered themselves and want to do His will. So don't forget these three conditions. Prepare yourself. Spiritually prepare yourself for to meeting. Be thirsty to meet Him. And obey Him. But what happens after the Lord meets us? What is the result? Why do we need it anyway? What will happen within us if we do meet with the Lord? I'm not talking about just the first time that you met and you repented and gave your heart to the Lord. Because we need that visitation, that meeting with the Lord has to continue. I've been living with the Lord for 43 years. But I know that I, even now I need new visitations This morning I told the Lord, I said, soon I need a week with you. I need to spend with you. I have to get rid of all the programs that I have for that week so that I can spend with you because I have lots of things to do with you. And I know that you need to deal with me. Because I feel I need a new visitation from him. Why? Why do I need that? Firstly, we need to visit with the Lord because we need the basis of our lives has to change. And we have to have a deeper repentance. You know, repentance isn't just for people who are not believers yet. The people of the uh, Lord used to repent much deeper. For example, Jacob. He was a believer. He was a very zealous believer. And loved the Lord. But do you remember when he actually met with the Lord and he actually wrestled with the Lord what he told God? We sing his songs in the church. I will not leave unless you bless me. He was stuck to the Lord and asking him, What happened after that? He says, What is your name, Jacob? So, Jacob. 
Yes, I do accept that I am a deceiver. Because that's the meaning. He says, from now on, you will not be called Jacob anymore. I'm going to call you Israel. And the meeting of these two made him change his life. And he said that I met with the Lord and my soul was freed. And the, the things that hadn't changed in his life yet it started to change in and then another thing is in uh, Jesu Isaiah that another uh, deep repentance happens and if you read the 6th chapter he says when I met with the Lord he was sitting in in his throne with all his Um, uh, angels around him and when I saw the glory of God then I saw myself and I saw what a um, dirty mouth I had and then I started shouting uh, woe to me woe to me because I'm a lost and uh, with a Dirty mouth, filthy mouth. And I Job. He went through so much misery. He did not forget his faith. Even though he went through so many disasters in his life, he started crying and shouting at the Lord, complaining, and he really had the right to complain. But what happened at the end? What do we read at the end of Job? Just before God heals him, This verse, please read it later. 42nd chapter, 5 and 6. He says, I have heard about you with my ears, but now my eyes can see you. What happens after that? He says, I'm, I'm repenting in ashes um, and, and, and soil and ashes. I'm repenting and I'm disgusted with myself. Job, do you actually repent this way? You are blessed man. You had so much patience. And you're repenting in ashes and soil and dirt the way that you're repenting? If he was completely uh, And he said, I'm disgusted with my sin. What a deep repentance he experienced. Did we, have we had that sort of repentance ourselves? I remember when I started going to church uh, at the beginning of our lives with my family and we used to have church meetings in Brother Seth's family house and of course I repented in that house and I had changed, yes, 
But the change within me needed a bigger miracle, basically. I was a young person. I was a teenager. Very, I had a lot of uh, uh, problems. And I, I was a very naughty teenager. And this change within me wasn't that deep. And, and one day, my mom and... Um, and Brother Haik went to Brother Steps to And I had another two little boy brothers and I had to take babysit them. He said that they are asleep, you stay with them and I'm going to go. So of course I, I hadn't experienced the deep repentance and I just took the Bible and I started reading the numbers on top of the Bible. I, I was just more interested in the numbers on top of the Bible pages. And I was quite indifferent about it. All of a sudden, I, can, I will never forget this moment. This has happened 42 years ago. That has that I was in, something happened. Even when I go back now, are you not in Tehran? I always go have a look at the house because I've never forgotten that experience. There was, I heard this wave, the sound of a wave. And, and in this wave, there was music, a sound of a very powerful music. And this was so strong. This happened for a few seconds. This was so strong that I was overturned and I fell uh, down from the chair I was I was very frightened. But in that all waves and the music, there was one sentence in Armenian that I heard. Stay in my presence. That was it. I had so I was so frightened. I was shaking with fear. My the color was gone. I, I started shaking all over my body. I, I thought that the whole of Tehran heard this noise because it was very loud. I could not even stand up because of fear. I was just there for a few minutes, just crying. And then I went towards the door, just crawling, and I opened with my door, my feet, the door, and I threw myself out. Because I thought that if I stayed in that room, something will happen to me. The Lord's presence was so strong in that room. I thought, I, I want to go and check what other people thought of this. I looked out and the, hus the husband and wife in the neighborhood were fighting, arguing. The shopkeeper was talking to the customer, was talking about, um, you know, price. everybody was following, you know, carrying on with their lives. So I thought, well, haven't they heard that noise? Then I realized that I was the only one who heard that noise. And that voice came for me. When I heard, I realized that I was 
very affected. I was very touched that the Lord had come to visit me. And that's when my true repentance started. Fearfully, I opened the door and went back in and I fell on my knees. And for two and a half hours I deeply repented of everything. And that was my true repentance. Brother Hike and my mom came back after two and a half hours that gone. And the meetings in Iran were very long. I'm the meetings, what I mean, Brother South Seth's house, lots of prayer. Sometimes it would take us four hours to get out of it. But when they came back, they had actually come back from the meeting. But I actually visited the Lord much deeper in a fantastic way. When they saw me, they knew something had happened. My mom said that I can smell uh, for a few days everybody could smell that the smell of incense in our house. The Lord knew for person like such as me had to visit because I wasn't the sort of person who would easily change. I was an evil little naughty boy. I was stealing things and I was, you know, at foul mouth. I never obeyed. Very, you know, um, Provocative. I was provoking people into fights. I was living completely 100% insane, basically. The Lord and His visiting me had changed me. Of course, I had repented before that. Just like all, a lot of believers who do repent, but in there was no deep change within me. So, one of the results is that, that after the visitation, something deep should happen within us. And then we could come out of all this, uh, yeah, in our, you know, dream things. So, we need to visit the Lord so that even to, with our, we can have faith on our own faith. Few days ago, we were praying with somebody here, right here, and he was filled with Holy Spirit. One of the new believers that have just got baptized. Him and his family whole have come to the Lord, but he personally, he received the Holy Spirit, and I saw it. And his whole body was sweating. And we couldn't control him. And he was speaking in tongues. And then it was just coming out of him. And then when we finished praying, I had to go somewhere and he was of course continuing with the prayer. And I said, can you actually explain what happened to me? Because he because he had heard something from me and he repeated that. I said, I actually believe my own faith now. 
I believe that what I was having putting my faith on it was actually true. We need the Lord to do something deep in us. And sometimes the believers have a little bit of visitation with the Lord and they are very satisfied with that. The Lord touches them with the finger and they say, okay, that's enough for me. No, it's not enough. The Lord wants to hold us with His arms. He wants to take us to His presence. And He wants to do some deep stuff in our lives. We, he wants to work with that, with, in that man within us. So that we can actually feel that something is taking root within us and is changing from and the third thing that happens after we visit with the Lord is that we get there, we become intimate with the Lord. I'm going to read a few verses and Let's see. see what you think of this. What sort of uh, visitation do you see? First John, first chapter, one to three. Huh? Uh, make make it here. Yeah, that which was from the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life the life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you. That you also may have fellowship with me and truly our uh, fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. Yes, true fellowship, close fellowship. We have touched, we have seen, we have heard, we have touched, we have spoken to him, we have not dreamed of this, it is not just a vision, we have, we have not just followed uh, after stories, this is not a story, we have actually met him, our life is him. When John wrote this letter, Jesus had left the earth and gone to heavens a long time before. But he still could say that. He still had that fellowship with the Lord. Through the Holy Spirit that they had received very strongly, they continued with fellowshipping with the God. And we need to have that sort of close fellowship with the Lord ourselves. The Lord, the Word of God says, the Lord is near to 
anyone who calls him. Jesus said to, to his disciples, I'm not going to call you my servants anymore. You are my friends, you are my relatives. He says, servants do not know of the um, secrets of their masters. But you are my friends. Because whatever I knew, I shared with you. The Lord wants to get close to you. When is this going to happen? When we are going to allow him to visit us deeper. When we start knowing him a bit more. Do you actually think that we know the Lord enough? You know what? Sometimes I think of Peter when he denied the Lord and he says, No, I don't know him. He wasn't lying as such. From one hand, he was not telling Of course, he didn't know Jesus. It wasn't the same Peter after the resurrection of the Lord. Of course, Peter knew Jesus. But when his spiritual eyes were opened, and he realized who he Jesus was, and the spiritual life for him was more clarified. And he said, that's when he said, what we've seen with our eyes and we heard with our ears, we cannot stop, we cannot not declare it. We have to declare it. He wasn't scared. Because he had fallen in love. He knew who he was following We need that sort of visitation from the Lord. Just to bring my talk to an end. The last um, reason we need God to visit with us and that is another need that we have in our fellowship here that we've started so that we can become very strong uh, witnesses for the Lord I'm going to read you one more verse Acts 22 14 and 15. Let's see uh, what you're seeing when talks about dedication. 22, 아이 and see the just one and hear the voice of his mouth for you will be his witnesses to all men of what you have seen and heard 
said God has chosen you he has let you know what his will is that you should know his will so that you can hear his voice uh, from, that comes from his mouth and then after that you will be witness to all men of what you have seen and you have heard you know the, we, our witness will be more effective if they knew we've come from the Lord from visiting him they are going to know that we are not preaching a religion we are not just giving them beautiful poetry we, they are not going to think this is just lessons they are giving them this is an experience true experience we are witnesses of him we have come from him today for example you go home and then your relatives your family ask where did you go so I went to church what was it what, what did you find? I said, oh, well, we met with Brother Edward and that's what he was saying. He says, no, you're lying. No, we saw Brother Edward in Hunger Lane. You couldn't have seen him there. He was sitting having coffee in a coffee shop. And then he was some, doing something else. Can you believe it? Can you actually believe it when he says this? No, you're actually imagining. You didn't see brother Nobody can put the doubt in you when you, you've met brother Because I'm sure I'm here, I haven't visited with you, and you're sure you've visited me. Do you know why a lot of people don't repent? Because he says that the guy who is giving, the, you know, giving his testimony to me, I don't think he's sure of what he's saying either. I don't think he actually believes in what he's saying. When Jesus met Mary Magdalene, and he says, go and tell everybody else that I have resurrected. What did Mary say when he said, I have seen the Lord. I've seen him alive. And this is what he told me. He wasn't just telling a story. He wasn't talking about the dream. And the disciples couldn't even believe it. But she knew who she met. She was sure. This is why we need to meet with the Lord ourselves. So that we can have an effect on this sinful world that we live in. So when we go and visit our family and our neighbors, when we go after visiting the Lord from His presence, even if you don't say anything, as soon as they see us, they will know that we are different. They will know that we've just come from the presence of the Lord. They will know from our faces that where we have been. And are the presence of the Lord from we can transfer it from within us. I believe that that's what's going to happen. Our brother Haraj is sitting here. 
um, of, uh, neighbors that he has, he's been bringing them to Golden's Green Church. And I said that your responsibility is very high here. Why? Because they are your neighbors and you have to live in the Lord all the time so that they see the Lord in you. And of course, he has decided that that's how it's going to be. And today, if we want to bring our uh, dear ones to the Lord, we have to live in his presence before. People have heard so much preaching from our different places. If you open the TV and go to God, God channel, there's always preaching. And in England, what we've got lots is churches and preaching. And we've got all sorts of churches. Whoever you likes, whatever kind, you can attend the church according to But most of the time, there is no spiritual awakening. People just listen just listen to people and you know just, uh, they like attending meetings. But if you ask them, when was it at the time that you met with the Lord? Did you actually meet the Lord today? When was the last time you met with the Lord? What did the Lord tell you? Most of the time you hear nothing. How can we bring awakening and, and revival to this country? And then when you see people 20 years, 30 years in the church, but they haven't even been able to bring one person to the Lord. I believe, I trust that if we meet with the Lord more and more, the Lord will start using us. Our presence is going to affect other people. Because they will, they're going to know that we have come from the presence of the Lord. And we are talking about a, a true experience. So it's important for us to meet with the Lord, in a new way to meet with the Lord. Let's bow our heads and pray. Let's think about what we've just heard. I know, as far as uh, I know all of you, you're all believers. This is my question from you. Do you want to have a new visitation from the Lord? Do you want to enter a new, into a new way of fellowshipping with the Lord? Do you want to have a true experience of meeting with Him?
I want to spend time um, with you. I want to stay in the pre- your presence. I want to hear from you. I want to allow you to work in me. Off there. Oh Lord, I want to prepare myself to meeting with you. Jovnere yekelecin havatkis kyanke chi pavararum yes nor panik karikunem. The church, our meetings, my uh, my life as a believer is not satisfying me. I need to visit with you in a new way. Face to face. Like two close friends. I can have fellowship with you. Oh, I want to sing a song uh, for you and we are just going to be in a spirit of prayer and continue with our prayer and it is, this is about the love of God. Oh, 
After the meeting, if anybody needs an individual prayer, we're very ready here to pray.